You are listening to Fit, a podcast created for companies who believe healthy employees are good for business. I'm Stacy Fritz, one of the owners of Fit to Order. Join us as we discuss corporate wellness strategies that will inspire the evolution of a fit and healthy workforce. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fit and Episode 8, Clean Eating for Your Health. Before I get started this morning with our, um, our podcast, I just want to send out a brief apology. It's been um, quite some time since the last recording of FIT. Um, I was and have been away for the past couple of weeks assisting with a family illness. I am super excited to be back and um, really happy that we're going to get right back where we left off in addressing how we create this fit plan for a healthy lifestyle. So without further ado, um, today I'm going to be putting together the steps I've shared thus far. Um, It is one thing to try to learn it in small bite-sized pieces, but today we're going to talk about how you go about putting it into actionable steps to create that fit plan for life. These clean eating steps are a part of Fit to Order's Healthy Fit Plan for Life, and this plan includes not only nutrition, all those steps that I've covered thus far, and a few more, which you'll hear about in upcoming episodes, but it also includes that exercise component and the mindfulness piece. And the mindfulness piece, um, that's addressing how we manage our stress day to day. I'm hoping by now that I've convinced you to live a lifestyle with no more dieting, no more counting calories, and no more endless hours of cardio. Just small, gradual lifestyle changes that'll guide you to your best fit, what works for you. So if you're loving this information so far and you do want to dig deeper, I just want to point out that Fit to Order has two really great programs, 21 Days to Fit and then also our Fit Start 10 are both programs that we've created um, to offer more guidance with your Fit Plan for Life. If it's not just enough just to listen to it here on these podcasts, but Um, you want actually to have a little more hand-holding. Those two programs are excellent. And I can give you more details at the end of the episode on those two programs. They're actually online, and they'll fit nicely um, if you are, again, trying to dig a little deeper. So as I've mentioned before, Patty, my business partner, and I have been in the fitness industry for more than 25 years. Trust us when I tell you that um, we've seen it all, what works and what have been epic fails. And What truly is realistic for long-term health? And I go back to, it's the synergy between the following. It is the eat, move, breathe concept or the nutrition, exercise, mindfulness concept plus what works for that individual person trying to change their lifestyle. So if I'm putting it all together in today's episode, I'm going to be taking a look at the details of simply the nutrition piece. What's the best nutrition plan for overall health and to lose body fat? And as I've mentioned again, um, I believe and fit to order supports eating clean is the best strategy to go about nutrition lifestyle changes that truly make an impact on your health. So eating clean, it means you are eating whole real foods that are minimally processed, minimally refined and handled and making them as close to their natural state as possible. Research continues to point in the direction of a clean and sustainable plan that includes the following three food groups. Those are your carbohydrates, your proteins, and your, and your fats. 
Um, if you want to look at those a little more closely, you can take a look back on the earlier episodes that really address those three um, food categories um, a, a little bit more in detail. Eating this trilogy of nutrients may even translate to less inflammation, which significantly can reduce your risk for heart disease, cancer, and other chronic diseases. We want to be choosing complex carbohydrates, things like quinoa and oatmeal and brown rice and vegetables. We want to choose lean meats those and seafood and legumes, chicken, turkey, fish, and beans. We also want to be choosing our healthy fats, things like avocados, walnuts, olive oil. So a sample plate might look like, if we're taking a look at our complex carbohydrate, maybe we're looking at something that includes peppers and asparagus and onions. Our lean meat choice, um, including that seafood, might be a grilled salmon choice. And then finally, the healthy fat coming from both the olive oil that you might use to cook that salmon and also a little bit of healthy fat coming from that grilled salmon itself. So um, again, I'm just touching on this lightly because we've, we've really um, looked at this a, little, a lot closer in the past episodes and I'm just really highlighting where we've been. So putting together those plates, including those three food groups, are, are really super important. It's eating clean is not just about eating the good stuff, the protein, the carbs, and the healthy fat, but it's also about taking a look at the stuff that gets us into trouble or gets us into that unhealthy fat range. Um, Sadly, we've become a nation addicted to sugar, salt, and fat. So if the good guys include the um, carbohydrates, the protein, and the healthy fats, we would also label the bad guys as sugar, salt, and fat. So it's really kind of simple if you look at it three and three, you know, three of those good guys and three of those ones that we want to limit or eliminate. We need to be aware of dangers of genetically modified ingredients and the sugar and the salt and fat hidden in our food supply. These additives affect our health for sure. So Some strategies. Remember, we were talking about today putting it all together. Strategies as simple as trying to roast your vegetables to bring out their natural sweetness. Kicking up the flavors in your recipes with herbs instead of choosing artificial sources of, of flavoring. Eating healthy fats, not unhealthy. So healthy fats including avocado and coconut and almonds. Flavoring naturally with things like cinnamon and nutmeg and ginger and cayenne pepper, all extremely flavorful additions. You might want to consider eating seasonally and locally. Packaged foods or foods that have traveled great distances in the back of a truck can't compare to the flavor of a fresh piece of locally grown fruit. Um, Again, this is about eating as close to natural as you possibly can and really bringing up the flavors of your clean eating choices instead of adding foods that or adding adding flavorings and sauces and condiments and dressings that, yes, for on the short term, they are flavorful, but don't necessarily add something positive to our to our clean plates. So I'm hoping you have the hang of clean eating so far. Um, And I'd like to kick it up a notch. Even though you're making great clean eating choices like the grilled chicken and the broccoli and the brown rice and the avocado, you still need to be aware of your portions, especially if you want to lose that stubborn body fat. The bottom line is if you want to lose body fat, you have to burn more calories than you're eating. 
you still need portion control, even though you're choosing to eat clean. So it's not enough that we're just choosing those good guys. We need to make sure that we are keeping our portions in check as well. How much should you be eating? As always, the answer really depends on a couple things. It depends on you. It depends on your goals. I'm going to offer a starting place for you, though. Your job is to customize your nutrition plan to your needs and, of course, fueling for satisfaction. It's no fun to walk around during the course of your day starving and hungry and feeling like you are dieting. So some of this is a little bit of of trial and error, figuring out what works for your satisfaction level and, and feeling like what you're choosing is working towards accomplishment of the goals that you're trying to achieve, whether or not that is losing body fat or, or um, energy or great sleep. Knowing the direction that you're going on will, will make it easier for you to, to be able to plan out this, this action, these action steps. So go ahead and try to use that plate method as your guide if you're just getting started. And just as a reminder, using those three good guys that we just talked about, you want to use about a quarter of your plate um, to bring in your lean proteins. For your carbohydrates, you want to be able to use a, a quarter of that plate again. This would be things like the rice and the potatoes and whatnot. And then finally, the fibrous carbohydrates are your fruits and vegetables, and that's going to take up about half of your plate. Again, moving very quickly through some of these, um, these, these steps because we've addressed them in earlier episodes, but I am offering you a summary today of where we've traveled. Remember that plate method is just a starting place. Learning how to control your portions without having to count every calorie is, is the goal that I would would offer you. Um, Try not to stress over those exact quantities using the plate method or even the hand method that we've been talking about just as a guide. More importantly, you're going to use your hunger and your energy levels to drive your portion decisions. If you find that you are still really hungry or you are craving foods quickly after you eat that last plate, it might be time to adjust those portions um, accordingly. The same goes true as if you find yourself really full and just trying to get it in because you thought that that's what you were supposed to do, maybe time to pull back a little bit on those plates. So investigate and figure out what's working for you and how, how you are truly feeling, not just about what the scale is saying, not just what about the, the size clothes you are wearing, but actually feeling healthy and fit in your body um, is truly the, the, um, the guide that I want you to follow. I want you to be comfortable with making some of those decisions and trusting that um, making those decisions are in the best interests of your fit plan. When you fill your plate with the balanced combination of nutrient-rich foods, you're going to end up feeling satisfied. That I can tell you. So, um, you know, again, a little bit of trial and error and seeing what works, doing a lot of journaling to circle back and find the places that you did um, feel like you were really successful and then kind of polishing the areas where you might need a little more work. Being prepared with those meals for the week's specifically for the work week, can make a huge difference as you're navigating your fit plan. Learning how to eat clean is is a challenge truly until you get the hang of it. And I always say when we work with individual clients, you need to remember that there is a bit of a learning curve, that it doesn't happen overnight. And um, these small gradual changes need to work in a speed in which you can manage them 
that they are not overwhelming and that you're not getting tripped up on any one plate, that you have a lifetime to figure it out. But you keep stepping forward. You keep making the next great decision for your fit plan. And I promise those end goals will will start to, to show up and you'll start to feel really successful and you'll start to feel great and you'll start to, to sleep better. Learning how to eat clean is a challenge until you get the hang of it, especially if you have a packed schedule, if you have children, a job, or maybe you just don't like to cook. Remember, a clean eating lifestyle comes with so many health benefits, and prepping your meals ahead of time is going to keep you not only on track, but it's also going to let up on some of the stress as you start to learn this process. So here are my fit tips for meal prep. Okay, again, today was about giving you some strategies, some real strategies to put it all together. I would like to encourage you to go ahead and pick one day of a week. I use Sunday as my go-to day of the week for, for planning and prepping to make that plan. To sit down and actually write that action plan is going to give you so much more success in, instead of just trying to wing it. Now, as you become more successful, winging it may just work. But in the very beginning, sitting down to write down your thoughts, to get a loose schedule in place is always a great strategy um, when first getting started. Maybe you pick one day a week to prep for the work week. Like I said, I use Sundays. Um, additional strategies would be to do a little bit of that um, sous chef work where you are chopping and dicing and packaging up one day of the week so you can get ahead of the the, the schedule and be on top of it. Um, I, I'm sure that you have gone through a, a work week or a regular week and just been uh, fly by the seat of your pants and and never fails. It creates a little bit of chaos. You feel a little disorganized. You feel a little out of sorts. And then you start making different decisions than perhaps you would have made if you had been prepared. Um, I'd like you to consider making more than you need. So overcooking and then perhaps freezing those leftovers so you can double down on those meals and have an extra um, couple of meals when you need them for when it's one of those days where you just can't cook or the time doesn't permit you to get something clean together. You want to go ahead and store those meals in portion-friendly containers so you can just grab and go. Finally, in this last little part of, of planning out your nutritional fit plan, um, planning also includes planning for your treats. Now, we haven't really talked about treats, and I want you to notice that I said the word treats instead of the word cheats. Did you know that an occasional treat can actually boost your metabolism and remove those feelings of feeling deprived? You might even improve your ability to lose body fat while staying on track towards fit. So again, this is a newer conversation um, with regard to clean eating. We haven't talked about where you put into your plan those things that you just really enjoy, those things that you love, the, the candies, the cookies, the chips, um, just the, the choices that aren't necessarily clean, but they're choices that you are un, don't, you really don't want to give them up. So let me be really clear. I would never tell a nutrition client to give up something that <laughs> brings them joy in the food arena, but it is about navigating what the goal is. And the number one goal for sure is your health. And if we create a pattern or a habit over and over again of unhealthy choices, um, that's when we start to get into trouble. And it isn't just about body fat. It is about heart disease and it is about cancer and it is about metabolic syndrome. 
we need to be making choices for the most part that support healthy living, nothing else, um, truly, because that is the larger picture. So my goal is, is that you choose foods that support that, and they're for sure foods that we are going to infuse into your weekly plan that are less healthy, but um, nonetheless, they are, are, are treats that you incorporate. So fit tips for planning those treats, not the cheats, because cheating indicates something negative, and we're going to stay on the positive side of life, right? Fit tips include saying no to treats when you are famished, when you are hungry, Now, I'm not telling you not to do that. I'm suggesting that it's not the best time to be treating, to be eating those foods that um, are are less healthy. Because when we are hungry, um, that shutoff valve or that ability to navigate when enough is enough is compromised. And I would like to encourage you to to right off the bat and promise yourself that treats are, are something to put on the sideline when you are hungry. When you are hungry, um, a, a different choice would be to, to get after your clean plates first. Um, always a wise idea to go in that direction. Choosing treats in moderation. And again, I, that's not my, my role to tell you what that looks like. Moderation is different from everybody. Is it a once a week? Is it a once a day? Again, this just really depends on you. What is the goal? What are the goals we're trying to achieve? And moderation, that definition is very individual. But knowing that you're never going to have to give up something completely kind of takes away the anxiety of having to say no for forever. So treats and moderation. We like to say around Fit to Order's team, um, it's beast mode before feast mode, right? So what that translates is, is if you know that it's going to be one of those days that you're going to enjoy either a larger portion or something that is less clean, why don't you consider getting in that great workout um, just to be able to tackle some of those extra calories? It's almost like you are planning for that incentive. You know, it's not a bribe. You are incenting. I'm going to go and get after this race or this power walk because I know later on I'm going to sit down to this meal and I'm going to enjoy every last bite, lick, and taste of it. So that's another strategy. Um, Another one would be choose your treat before heading to your favorite restaurant, okay? You need to have this fit and healthy relationship with food and taking a look at a, at a menu choice and, and planning ahead. Again, is it, is it something that you're going to need to do forever? I think not. But having that strategy in place to say, I love this pie or this cake choice at my favorite restaurant, I'll give you an example. Um, there's an Italian restaurant in Baltimore that I I just just love it. Um, it's called Vicaro's. Um, it was where my husband and I had our very first date. There is a dessert that reminds me of a dessert that my grandmother made. And um, my husband and I, when we do go to that restaurant, that is the one dessert that I am going to thoroughly enjoy that bite, lick, and taste. But I've already thought about it ahead of time. And I know my strategy is to split that with my husband. So again, um, you know, for, for those of you who are sitting and listening and like, Stacy, this is never going to happen. My job is to just share with you the, some, some tips, tools, and strategies to get after revisiting the same conversation that you've had with yourself years and years and years, and to try to develop 
a fit and healthy relationship with food. Food cannot have the kind of power over us that historically, especially, you know, if you were a young girl growing up in an environment where there was dieting that occurred, that that knowing that food doesn't have emotions, it doesn't have feelings, that it's food. It fuels our body. It either fuels it well or it fuels it not as well. And giving yourself permission and freedom to enjoy an occasional uh, treat without guilt is for sure uh, um, something that I would love to pass along to you all. It took me a long, long time, but I can't tell you that freedom that comes from knowing that food has no power. It is simply something that fuels your body well or not so well. It's not about deprivation. It's about a choice. So moving through, we're almost to the end of putting it all together. I want to encourage you to read your nutrition labels. Nutrition labels are meant to provide information necessary to know exactly what you're eating. We need to understand what's in our food that we eat so we can make truly better choices, whether or not it's a good guy or a bad guy, a processed food or, or something that we are eating close to the ground. We do need to, to know what we're consuming because you know having that awareness is, is part of the process. Sometimes we choose foods that we think are really healthy, and in, in actuality, the, the food industry has gotten very clever in how they mask some of these bad guys or these, these, these not-so-clean choices. Nutrition labels provide key information like serving size and calories, the sugar, the salt and fat, the synthetic additives. And the bottom line, if there is a long list of ingredients and you can't read all of them, it's probably not a clean choice. And it either falls into the category of a treat or go ahead and put it back because it's not supporting that good health. Um, you want to, you know, this is the same conversation about shopping the perimeter of, of the grocery store, right? You know, the, the, the foods that are on the outside perimeter are closest to clean and the ones that are on the inside tend to be our more packaged and more, more um, processed foods. So my fit tips here, when you're reading a label, remember the ingredients are listed in descending order of weight, how much is in that food choice. So the, the foods that are listed at the very top, uh, your food choice has the most of that in it. And then the ones at the bottom of the list are the least amount represented. Whatever appears first makes up more of the product. You want to look for items with the smallest amount of ingredients on the label. One or two is best. And peanut butter, for example, should only have one ingredient. It should be peanuts. And finally, just as I mentioned, you want to shop the perimeter of the grocery store. All right, my fit friends, are you ready to build the nutrition part of your fit plan for life? That was a ton. And again, I am circling back on earlier episodes, trying to put some of these pieces of the puzzle together that you can walk away from the podcast and feel like you have a pretty good grasp on how to set the part of your fit plan that includes nutrition, the eat piece um, in place. I hope you enjoyed today's episode about how to put all those clean eating pieces, the bites, the licks, and the taste together to create that fit plan for great health. The first few episodes here were a starting line to help you understand clean eating so you could get some new healthy habits in place in regard to food. Um, on next week's episode, episode nine, I'm going to even go a step further and talk about how beverages impact your clean eating plan. So I didn't include them in putting it all together because 
I'm feeling like we're ready to push forward, um, touching a little bit more on the nutrition and then moving on to the move piece or the exercise piece. Um, But our drink choices, our beverage choices for sure can impact our fit plan for great health. And we'll talk about that on episode nine. So my quote for the day, getting fit means making the next right choice and keeping your mind and your body healthy. Um, how important is that? It's just your next best, your next best choice. Um, uh, it's not one plate that gets you in trouble. It's not one workout that you've missed. It, it's none of that. It is just putting one foot in front of the other and making the next best or right choice for you. As always, thank you so much for taking time to fit with us. If you like what you heard here, please take a moment and subscribe to the Fit Podcast. Share it with your friends and please always send us your feedback. Um, and, and again, one more thing, please take a moment and get on our fit list. You'll gonna, you're going to get easy, simple fit tips and tools and recipes delivered um, straight to your email. I mentioned in the front end of our um, podcast today that I um, we do have two programs, online programs that support what I've been talking about. Um, that is the 21 Days to Fit and then the Fit Start 10. Both, um, they both talk about the eat, move, breathe concept that, that I shared with you today, the nutrition, the exercise, and the stress management. One is a kickstart, a 10-day kickstart, and the other one, pulls it out a little bit further. We drill down a little deeper for 21 days. Um, what I'm trying to share with you is that please know that you are very supported. Um, we, we specialize in corporate wellness. We talk about employee engagement and how to apply these strategies. If you are somebody who works um, you know, particularly outside of the home and you need all of this information. You want to do this, but you are just super, super busy. So, um, I would encourage you to take a look at us on social media, on Facebook, and then also Instagram and Twitter. And then finally going to our website, um, fittoorder.com, taking a look at our blog and you'll find some more information about those two programs that I mentioned. Always feel free to reach out and um, I hope you have a gloriously fit day. Thanks again for tuning in.